So we conducted a systematic literature review of over 10,000 papers and a meta-regression analysis. And we modeled the trend of both sperm concentration and total sperm count over time. We found that from 1973 till 2018, there was a decline of more than 50% in both sperm concentration and total sperm count globally. In continuous to our previous paper where we found a decline among men from North America, Europe, and Australia, now the decline was observed also among men from South America, Asia, and Africa. The most surprising finding was when we limited the analysis to only data collected after the year 2000, the pace of declined uh, more than doubled to reach 2.6% decline per each year after the year 2000, which is a really remarkable result. These findings are actually staggering. They're so uh, um, clear. Has it yet translated into declining fertility rates? I mean, I I haven't noticed a lot more couples um, getting fertility treatment. So, first of all, as you noted, uh, there is a silent uh, pandemic already. Many, many people in Israel and in most countries are having problems with the most basic function of reproduction. So, the the problem is already here. The, when will we see a decline in number of people on Earth? Because just recently we were notified that we reached eight a million people on Earth, and it still uh, continues to grow. Well, even if you reduce your fertility capacity by 90%, let's say, for men, you still have millions of, of sperm in each ejaculate. You can still conceive, usually. So when we will see the decline in number of children, it will be in a very, very, very late stage in the population level. However, we found, and other researchers found, that low sperm count is a predictor of morbidity and early mortality. So the global decline in sperm count not only represents a potential, uh, an existing fertility problem, but it represents a health problem among men all around the globe, which is something I, I need, we need to address and not neglect. Do we know why the sperm count has declined so um, rapidly? That's the big question. We didn't study that in this specific study, although we adjusted for all kinds of covariates. We know from other studies by us and by other researchers what are the causes of low sperm count, and we can separate them into two main causes. One is things that disrupt the proper development of the male reproductive system. We know that it's very sensitive and it could be easily disrupted by man-made chemicals such as phthalates, which are additive to plastic that we are all exposed to. So if the pregnant mother is exposed to phthalate and other man-made chemicals, it disrupts the development of the male reproductive system. And I believe that's the main factor. Also, stress or smoking during pregnancy can also disrupt the development. On top of that, to reach full capacity, uh, men reproduce sperm all the time in adult life. Uh, Our sperm represent uh, what was uh, developed in the last 80 days. And things that harm health 
was, were shown in general also to harm sperm, things like poor lifestyle habits such as lack of physical activity, ultra-processed food diet, smoking, marijuana use, binge drinking, all these factors harms health, harms uh, uh, sperm. In addition, exposure to chemicals such as pesticides can clearly disrupt and harm both the sperm of humans and of animals. And I must say that in parallel of the decline among humans, we also have several studies uh, um, reporting a decline in sperm count among animals, both pet animals and wild animals. Okay, you've identified the problem. What's the solution? Are we talking about drastic measures to cut down chemicals in food? Definitely, yes. I think that we are not regulating well chemicals, and unfortunately, the chemicals are not only in the food. They are in the water, in the air, in the ecological systems, and some of them are forever chemicals that are going to stay with us. So we are creating a problem for the present and for the future. So I think that's the key factor to to change the way we, we operate, to, to change the burden of proof. It's on the industry to show that their products are not harming our health and, and reproduction before they release it to, to, to the system. Uh, that's the, the key factor. On top of that, also the health behaviors of humans are poor. We used to sedentary lifestyle. We have poor diet, and we need to change that back to to a more uh, uh, better uh, lifestyle. Uh, I think that on the one hand, we need more research because we do need to study what are the the, the other causes, the hidden causes that harm uh, uh, male reproduction. But we also need to take actions now. And as you said, it's mainly about the chemicals. It's mainly about prioritizing our health and reproduction higher than we are doing now when we value money over health usually. In general, I must say that young men tend to neglect their health and reproduction. And I think it's a wake-up call for our listeners and to their partners and to our society that young men need to attend themselves. They need to take care of themselves, and we know that they are used to do more risky behaviors, and that's something we need to change, and we can change.